أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تعالى على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد الحمد لله ما شاء الله we reach this Mubarak twelfth uh, night of Ramadan uh, I was reading Surah Surah Al Hadid. Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is saying that that the people who uh, spend in the path of Allah Taala and fought in the path of Allah Taala from before, they're not equal to the ones who did it after. So all the people who are feeling the post or the mid Ramadan lull. Uh, and uh, gonna ride it out until like you know, the end. The push comes at the last ten days or whatever. The person who hustles and makes it before, if you're in the right place at the right time, no, no one should ever underestimate that. I think that mashallah, Allah Taala will forgive a sinner as long as they have life, and so there's hope in that. But a person shouldn't lean on it so much that it, it prevents them or obstructs them from obtaining uh, something higher that is within their reach. So hustle and make it to the masjid. Hustle and you know open your mushaf and hustle and whatever du'as you want to make, whatever thing you want in this world and the hereafter, ask for it today, because no one is guaranteed tomorrow. And if you even if you do get to tomorrow, we're all gonna like get there together. If you're gonna get there anyway, you may as well have uh, taken benefit from the opportunities you had, because the time will pass one way or the other. The Sheikh continues in his discourse on on uh, on on hawa. He says, the most manifest attribute of the nafs is lust, shahwa, uh, the carnal desire. Uh, lust is a thing that is dispersed in different parts of the human body and served by its senses. Uh, man is bound to guard all of his uh, limbs from it, and he shall be questioned regarding the acts of each of them. The lust of the eye is sight, the lust of the ear is hearing, the lust of the nose is smell, the lust of the tongue is speech, and that of the palate is taste. That of the body uh, is touch, and that of the mind is thought, which is obviously based on a hadith of the Prophet ﷺ. Just to remind ourselves and others, just because these things are ubiquitous doesn't mean that they're not haram and they're not dangerous. Mufti Palan Puri Rahimullah Ta'ala, he once was asked to come to uh, give bayan at DS. Were you there? You weren't there. This is before you came. Uh, he was once to asked to give bayan at DS, and so he accepted. And he was so notoriously anti-photography and images that when he saw the security camera, he got upset and he said, I'm leaving. And uh, they were trying to explain to him, security camera, it's not like your picture is not going to be broadcast anywhere. It's also a closed circuit. And uh, he was like, I don't care. He goes, you guys told me there's no good, not going to be any cameras here. And he started walking on North Avenue. <laughs> he started walking he was on North Avenue. They're trying to plead it with him to come back and like, uh, uh, um, you know, come back and like give the ban. You know Mufti Palanpuri? He was the he was the southern mudarras of Darulum Deoband. He used to come in, in in Ramadan to America out of like pity for like because there's like no 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 dean. He used to come here in Ramadan for the last couple of years, or maybe the last decade of his life or whatever. So I remember he came to Seattle. It's like mashallah, he came and like the entire Seattle changed for about a year. Then it kind of went and slumped back, but uh, um, until he came again after a couple of years. But uh, uh, sit down. Just have a seat. Just be quiet. Okay, it's not like a book. Wait, I should like to know other things. 
so he was coming to uh, so he 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 was coming that he, he saw against uh, uh, the making of images that uh, he basically stormed off to North Avenue, and then from North Avenue they pleaded with him to come back, and he said, "Okay, fine, I'll come back on the uh, uh, on the condition that." That bayan I give is about the evils evils of image making, and so I translated his bayan because very few people can translate his bayan. There's like a kind of a mix of like Arabic and technical terms and like um, Persian and like weird like super gam like bend level like like desi expressions and things like that. To be honest with you, I don't even understand all of them, especially when he starts talking about like village things. Like he like he loses me as well. Um, but uh, 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 all I can say is that I would translate for his for him in a number of different cities and a number of different places, like simultaneous translation. Even Lucknow people like would be like, I didn't understand what he said. So like when I didn't understand a sentence, I would shoot my ear back to your translation and like, because I'd sit in the back of the masjid and translate, and uh, to hear to understand what he was saying. But it was amazing, like uh, amazing bands, mashallah. I feel bad for our brothers and sisters who don't speak Urdu. Uh, do you guys? Did you guys learn Urdu? Or are you guys too cool for school, huh? No, <laughs> oh, man. Look at that. I feel bad for you guys, mashallah. Usually, you know, there's no real, very little upside to being desi, but like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you guys do miss out. Uh, and so uh, he said in that bayan, he said that uh, he said that aside from the fiqh issue, he said if it wasn't for image making and uh, the proliferation of of indecency through the making of pictures, even if you maintain it's permissible, it should be sufficient for a person to be wary of uh, of the existence of all of these things. So this is, I mean, it's not what he's talking about, but we kind of need to keep it in mind because uh, it's very relevant. So he's talking about the, the shahwat, the, the last are dispersed through the entire body and then the inroads of it are through the different rim, limbs. It behooves the seeker of God to spend his whole life, day and night, ridding himself of these incitements to passion which show themselves through the senses and to pray God make him such that this desire will be removed from his inward nature since whoever is afflicted with lust is veiled from all spiritual things. If one should repel it by his own exertions, his task would be long and painful. Uh, and I would say also counterproductive. Uh, uh, the right way is resignation, taslim. Uh, this is, mashallah, very relevant how the ummah has gone full circle. This is a lot more relevant to us now than it was maybe for the ummah like a hundred years ago. What he's about to say. He said, the right way is resignation, is taslim. It's related that Abu Ali Siyah of Maru uh, said, I had gone to the bathhouse, and according to the custom of the Prophet wasallam, I was using a razor. And he, uh, uh, um, he translates it in, in Latin. Look how much haya this kafir has, mashallah. He says, pubis tonenda causa. He said, to shave my pri- private parts, my pubic area, uh, uh, mashallah. He said, I said to myself, O oh, Abu Ali, amputate this member, which is the source of all lusts and keeps you afflicted with so much evil. <laughs> Again, don't try this at home. <laughs> but those people were like, really, this was their thing. They were like, we're going to Allah, we're going to earn Allah Ta'ala's love and what, do whatever it takes. Don't try it at home. Please don't try it at home. And interestingly enough, this is actually something, this was a, a, actually, it's narrated, Sahih narration, Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa for permission, because this shahwa bothered him so much, he asked the Rasul sallallahu for permission, uh, for istikhsa, uh, to, to, to castrate himself. 
And the Nabi Sallallahu laughed at him and says that the only person who's a khasi is the one who's a khasi in the qadr of Allah. It's like, if it's faded for you, it's going to happen anyway. Don't, you don't need to worry about doing it. Uh, meaning like, no, this is not the way. Right? What is he saying? Is if you were to try to strive against it yourself, it would be like a very failing cause. Uh, this type of stuff would happen. He says the only way of dealing with this is taslim, is to resign yourself to the will of the Lord. Uh, um, a voice in my heart whispered, he said, Oh Abu Ali, will you interfere in my kingdom? Uh, 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 are not all of your limbs equally at your disposal if you do this I swear by my glory that I will put a hundredfold lust and passion in every hair in your body in that place uh, so yeah resignation God made you the way he made you and sometimes we you know that happens without our choice sometimes we make choices to put ourselves in that position but it's also still the qadr of Allah if when you make your tawbah you're trying to struggle with it Resign yourself to where you are right now and deal with yourself where you are. Don't try to uh, take shortcuts in these types of things as if you're going to somehow like jump the jump the system. Uh, it's the way it is for a reason. And all kinds of, like I said, this is again, three, 360 degrees. It's all very relevant to the ummah where we are right now. People struggle with all kinds of weird shahwat. And it's like overwhelming. You know what? It, like imagine some people are genetically predisposed to being alcoholics, right? Like addicted to alcohol in a way that normal people aren't. Some people aren't. Some people can have a beer and not have a beer for like a year and it doesn't bother them. Some of them, once they taste it, that's it. Like their whole life will never be the same again. It will just be this devil that like rides them for the whole rest of their life. And the only best thing they can do is just stay the hell away from it as long as they can. And that's it. Their people are not equal. The issue with the beer is, man, you can like not subject yourself to alcohol. You don't need to have alcohol to live, right? But now, if you don't have a phone, you're not going to get a job. If you don't have a TV, you know, you could even put the TV away, actually. I got rid of my TV. But, like, without the phone, like, now, it's more difficult to get rid of it, to stay away from it. The phone you can put away. Other human beings, what will happen, the signs of the Yom Qiyamah is that before the end of time, you'll see people committing zina in the streets, and the best of people will be the ones who say, like, hey, can't you get just go get a room or something, you know? Uh, what are you going to do then? Like, you can't, this thing, you can't put it away. So, uh, you know, a person has to have the correct mindset toward it. Otherwise, just that anxiety is going to destroy a person. Although a man has no power over what is vicious in his constitution, he can uh, get an attribute changed by divine aid and by resigning himself to God's will and by divesting himself of his own power and strength. In reality, when he resigns himself to God, protects him, and through God's protection, he comes nearer to annihilating the evil, uh, rather uh, nearer to annihilating, annihilating the evil than he does through self-mortification through mujahada, since flies are more easily driven away with an umbrella than they are with a fly whisk. Unless divine protection is predestined to a man, he cannot uh, abstain from anything from his own exertion. Unless and unless God exerts Himself toward a man, the man's exertion is of no use. Right. When atani mashian atetu harwalatan, right? The Hadith Qudsi that the, Allah Taala says, to, says that the, in my slave, if he comes to me walking, I come to him running. Uh, he says that if uh, that he cannot abstain from anything by his own exertion unless God exerts Himself toward the man, the man's own exertion is of no use. All acts of exertion fall under two heads. Their object is either to avert the predestination of a God or to acquire something uh, in His. Uh, uh, surety of predestination. Both are these. Both of these are impossible. It is related when Shibli fell ill. Shibli was one of the preeminent, uh, uh, preeminent disciples of Junaid, rahimahullah taala. He said that when Shibli was ill, the physician advised him to be abstinent. He said, "From what shall I abstain?" 
from that which God bestows upon me or from that which he does not bestow. It is impossible to abstain from the former and the latter is not in my hands. Uh, 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 I will discuss this question carefully on another occasion. So, mashallah, Sufi patients are always the worst. <laughs> the doctors don't. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about right now. But uh, this whole idea that he's talking about, he doesn't explain it in thorough detail. But the idea of taslim toward Allah Ta'ala with the trials and the, the tribulations he gave you and not trying to like just through your own force overwhelm things like a person who punches his fist in the wind. It's a biblical uh, uh, um, expression to punch your fist in the wind to try to like you know change the direction of the wind just by moving. It's not going to happen. So if something is your test, a person should accept that and embrace it and struggle against it as much as they can. Like today, someone in the Telegram group, a couple of people are complaining about the difficulty of taking care of elders who make like demands that are unfulfilled, unfulfillable and uh, that are really difficult and they're never happy no matter what you do. You have to accept the fact that sometimes winning, this is what it looks like. It feels like losing, but it's actually winning. Why? Because you're trying your best. That's the that's the test. That's what it is. Don't beat yourself up, and because what happens when you beat yourself up? Because your win is not like super glorious. You end up doing what? You end up then sabotaging even what you're what what you were even doing before, or you give up completely, and then that then that's a path to actually losing to turning it into an L. Whereas, uh, uh, so it's not a reason to tell yourself, "Oh, look, I'm doing my best. I don't have to try anymore." No, I mean you have to exert yourself. It's difficult, right? But sometimes if you can resign to the fact that things are not ideal or not the way you want them to be, but Allah Ta'ala wants them to be, then you're able to like better negotiate reality. And usually the creative, creative energy that comes in having to find a way to survive in that very precarious space, that's actually what gives a person the, uh, uh, you know, the occasion that Allah Ta'ala destines for that person actually to escape from that thing. And if a person is addicted to anything, if a person is a zani, if a person is addicted to to looking at bad things or listening to bad things or keeping bad company or you know gambling or alcohol whatever it drugs whatever it is right uh, a person if they make toba every day and they fail in their toba every day you know and then like the thousandth time they they they, they break their toba and fail in it again and they die uh, after making toba a thousand one times they died on toba khalas they won Right, that's the thing is that the slave doesn't want you to, you know, Allah is not Allah doesn't want the slave to show how great of a lord he is or amazing he is. But if you're a slave, just to keep struggling and keep trying, and uh, uh, that that's like that's a really great maqam with Allah Taala. Maybe sometimes you see those people uh, on the day of judgment, their maqam will be higher than the people who had some sort of glamorous ease in which they uh, in which they uh, uh, they struggled. It's the story of Sayyidina Ayyub salam, right? The shaitan was like, oh, he's just a good guy because he's rich and like happy. Take everything away from him and you'll see he's going to be just as bad as everybody else. And Allah took everything away from him and look how like it made him even more beautiful, you know, and shaitan lost. So that's, there's a lot of stuff in there, easy to talk about, hard to do. Allah Ta'ala give all of us tawfiq. Wa sallallahu ta'ala rasulih Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.